0: It's episode 260 of Nerds Eye View, and we've got a special episode for you, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jordan Scott, and I am joined by... I'm Andrew. Welcome, Andrew. Uh, We're reviewing more than one movie today. Yeah, we're
1: doing one of our... It seems like every couple of weeks or so, we come back and we we do a few, typically three, Mm -hmm. three films that uh, have been out in theaters and we didn't get to in our main review as we normally do. Uh, so we'll give you a, kind of a compendium here yeah. of multiple reviews all in one show, uh, just reviews. Uh, we, we'll, we'll probably not do a lot of spoilers on these, right? Um, and in fact, no. Are each of these no? Only uh, out of the three that we're talking about today, two are you know nominated for big for Oscars. Oscars. Uh, right. I believe Concussion is uh, a little lacking on the Oscars. Right. It, it might have one of those uh, you know makeup or music ones. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know either.
1: I don't keep track of that.
0: I don't I keep track of the acting have the best pictures. <laughs> I, every single time I go to look at a list, they're oh. like incomplete. Like the website didn't finish filling them out That's or weird. something. So I just stopped. I mean, so I went I to
1: the official Oscars website and printed out a list so I can just check them off as I watch them. Nice. That's how I live my life now. There you
0: go. That's not a bad way to do it. I'll probably need to talk to you later about that so I know what movies to watch.
1: Exactly. Uh, but first, uh, in our reviews, we'll be uh, talking about Brooklyn. Yes, uh, that's a that's a film starring Saoirse Ronan, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that was nominated for I believe best picture and uh, best actor. You know I'm gonna go grab that list. Uh, yes, you vamp.
0: Okay, uh, so after after Brooklyn, we're gonna be reviewing Carol, uh, which is nominated for some things, and we'll tell you that about that in a second. And then lastly, as you heard before, uh, we'll be reviewing Concussion, uh, the most recent Will Smith film. And uh, But let's get back to what's nominated for what.
1: All right. So uh, Brooklyn was nominated for Best Picture. Okay. Uh, and what is it? Uh, best Actress, uh, Saoirse Ronan. Cool. Uh, and probably some other stuff, but I'm only going to go through these top ones. Okay. Uh, Carol, uh, that got uh, Best Actress, Kate Blanchett. Ooh, and best Actress supporting? in a Supporting Role, Rooney Mara. Yep. Uh, I think it also got Writing. They put that at the end. That's a weird, weird way of doing this list. Uh, yes, both Carol and Brooklyn were uh, nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Okay. And then I'm looking at this list for Concussion. And I am not seeing it anywhere. So that's Bummer.
0: that. All right. Well, so, so two out of the three are Oscar nominated films one yeah. of the main reasons we saw them of course there was buzz around it so that's why we wanted to see them too mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah I mean I, we're kind of rounding it out I definitely are we gonna do a Oscars episode this year
1: uh, we, we've we done it the
0: past I think two years
1: okay so I'm gonna try I would love to we'll see what happens yeah yeah well I I, I usually do I don't know I've I've tried different formats uh-huh. of it so we'll see
0: I like uh, I, th- I already have a guest in mind I think it'd be great
1: okay uh tom yeah we typically have tom i think tom tom's mr oscar
0: will be fantastic
1: in our in my mind
0: i I can't think of someone more knowledgeable in that department Mm -hmm. than tom
1: i think i also recall it was i think it was two years ago where Mm -hmm. i i had friends over and had them record special little things during the oscars Right, i
0: remember that that was Mm -hmm. really cool
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i don't know if i'll be able to do that again or some something similar that'd be interesting Uh, but
0: we'll see Alright, cool. Yeah. Something to look forward to. We'll, we'll keep, you, keep all of you updated.
1: Yeah, but when we uh, come back, uh, we will be talking about Brooklyn. I'm away to America. My sister Rose arranged it. She'll come see me there one day. Yes.
0: It's hard for me to believe that you're reading this thousands of miles across the sea. Father Flood sponsored me. He found me a job.
1: We need Irish girls in Brooklyn. I
0: wish that I could stop feeling that I want to be an Irish girl in Ireland. I was glad to see you finally got some letters from home today. I forgot to check. They'll still be there after dinner. <laughs> Homesickness is like most
1: sicknesses. It will pass.
0: Dear Rose, I think of you and mother every single day. I have a boyfriend. Would you dance with me? The secret is to look as though you know what you're doing. I wish someone had told me that years ago. He's sweet. He's funny. Tony has helped me to feel that I have a life here, I didn't have before I met him. It was sudden. I'm not, they bury her. You want to go home, I guess.
1: How would it be for you if I didn't go home?
0: I'd be afraid.
1: Afraid that I wouldn't come back. Cause they say home is where your heart is setting
0: stone. Ailish, this is Jim Farrell. It's a great pleasure to meet you In Ireland. Must seem very backward to you now. I'd imagined a different life for myself. But your life here could be just as good. Better, even Tony. I want you to know that. I don't know what I want you to know.
1: Brooklyn, <laughs> uh, directed by John Crowley, uh, written by, uh, the screenplay is written by Nick Hornby, uh, adapted from the novel by, uh, I cannot pronounce this last name, but I'm gonna try, Colm uh, Toy, Toybin: Toyben. Toyben? something like that. Uh, Nick Hornby, uh, who was nominated for his work on the screenplay, uh, you may also know him from About a Boy. Right, right. Uh, and uh, like also him. nominated from a few years ago, An Education. Uh, that was oh. the the film um, with the younger Sarsgaard.
0: The younger Sarsgaard. Peter what are the Peter. Sure.
1: I don't know. I'm looking right at him, and I don't even remember his name. Yeah, point
0: point in my direction.
1: It's the middle one. The middle one. I can just click it. This is not. It's why too are doing small. This?
0: Yeah, I forgot how small why your phone is.
1: Why are you even doing this? Excuse me. Peter Sarsgaard and Carrie Milligan were in An Education. Okay. Written by Nick Hornby, who also wrote. Brooklyn, which is based on a book. <clears throat> um, this film, uh, IMDb describes it as an Irish immigrant lands in 1950s Brooklyn, where she quickly falls into romance. Uh, and she has to, you know, figure out how to atone kind of her previous life in, in Ireland with her new life in Brooklyn. Right. Um, and it also stalls. stars. Emery Cohen, Dom um, and that's IMDb just stops at three, you know, then until you click it, and then you get Jim Broadbent. Whenever you click that button, you always get Jim Broadbent. Isn't
0: that interesting? Yeah, only Drew Broadbent.
1: Now here's the funny thing that I think is funny. Please, I'm going to keep saying it's funny because uh, on one of our most recent episodes, you actually mentioned Jordan that you you didn't really love this film. No, I didn't. Uh, and that's rare for you. Yes, quite rare, in fact. Yeah.
0: Especially with Tom Hall Gleason, which I'm. Quickly taking. It did I take him too.
1: like an hour to get into this movie, right? <laughs> which I was like, like the they're
0: they're like, like Where no, he was he? in earlier, and I was like, I do n- what? No, he
1: wasn't. <laughs> he might have been in for a second, but yeah,
0: in the background of a scene or something. I was looking
1: for him, uh yeah, because he he is a character in the Ireland part, right? Which is, um I mean, I don't want to spoil. I really don't want to spoil anything because this is. uh She has uh, a reason to go back home. She has a reason to go back home to Ireland. After she has lived in Brooklyn for some time and that's where she meets the Dom Hall Gleason okay. character. Mm-hmm. Or Jim, re meets him as the plot. Or yeah, re meets him. Uh, but uh I'm gonna tell you, Jordan, I liked this film. Yeah. This I
0: did. this <laughs> film.
1: Uh I liked it a lot. Like See, I don't know.
0: I think I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Because there is overwhelming praise for this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So when I think about like what it is that turns me off to this film so much Mm -hmm. is that all the pieces of the film of filmmaking itself are all fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful film. The score is really good. Um, All the set pieces are amazing. You really feel like you're in that time period. They do an amazing job of making you Mm -hmm. just, just like be in the middle of it. Like some films do a little bit of it to kind of make you feel like, Oh no, look, there's some old cars on the street. They don't really go out of their way. This feels like you're back in time. Yeah, I feel like
1: uh, what you're saying. I mean, it it also applies to like the act, like Emery Cohen. Mm -hmm. Great. I don't, I don't know him from anything, Mm -hmm. and he looks like he's from the 1950s. I'm like, this is this is crazy. Like these actors look like they fit in this time. Right. Everyone's acting like they're in this time, like in a very believable way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, uh, part of the plot is that while she's in Brooklyn, she has to you know live in a boarding house with other. Mm-hmm. Immigrants or people from, uh, you know, who have pasts that they don't want to have to so talk that about, just perhaps. reminded me
0: of Peggy Carter.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like a, a women's boarding house. Mm-hmm. And I like that support group. I, I like the rivalries that happen there. Right. They have I their own
0: little lives and, and yeah. interplays.
1: I like um, just a lot of, and just like the whole character of the place, of the mm-hmm. time. Like they go to dances that are for Irish people because that was how it was back then. That was a splitting that it was. Yeah. And I
0: think that's what I dislike about the movie Mm. is the places are more interesting to me than the main character. Mm. The main character, aside from one choice she makes at the end Mm -hmm. is just kind of a leaf in the wind. Mm. She's just going wherever life is taking her Mm -hmm. and trying to do the best she can, which is, which is how life is for, for most people. Mm -hmm. And, and she, her one decision that she makes about her life is between two men. Hmm. And that just, I, I that, don't, just, that just bothered me. I don't think that's what it is, though. But that's what I don't felt think like it is a decision me.
1: between two men. I because
0: think... I understand that she is also choosing between a, a, a new type of life and a new place mm. and letting go of her old life in Ireland and, yeah. and all that entails and, mm-hmm. and kind of starting in this new world for her. Mm. I get that.
1: Well, I think it's even beyond the old life versus new life. It's literally, I mean, the whole entire town, every person that she knows in her little town that she's from mm-hmm. has expectations of her. Right. And they they don't just have those expectations; they put them on her like right. weights. Mm-hmm. And the more time that she spends at home, the worse she feels. The worse that she feels because of all these people pushing, you know, mm-hmm. giving her all these things that they're like, "Oh, of course you're gonna." Oh, it's so good that you've met a guy. It's oh, it's so good that you're gonna do this. Oh, she, it just goes back into those old. It, yeah, exactly. She's like like oh you're you're working this job that we expect you to work, and mm-hmm. she can't even say no. She tries mm-hmm. to say no, and she can't. Right. Like and, and when she's in Brooklyn, it's. She has choices. She makes choices. She wants right. to go to school. She goes to school. She wants to be good in school. She's good in school. She wants to, you know, she wants to live a life. And she lives a life that she wants to live. Yeah. And I really, I think that's what it's more about. Yeah. It's, that, it's, it's in that moment, right, mm-hmm. at the end of the film where, like, the peak of the town, the part that she hated the most about her old life, confronts her. Mm-hmm. She, she basically says, fuck you. Yeah. And she she makes that decision again. She says, "This is this is my decision." And here I go. And yep. I l- I liked it. I was like, "Yeah, it spoke to me." Okay.
0: I guess I guess I, I don't know. Maybe this makes me a bad person, but like, I cared more about the places than I did the main character, which mm-hmm. is crappy. Like she did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. That's the weird part. Is she's she's a great actress and she did an amazing job in the role. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't. Like I was more interested in like oh, this is what school's like back then. This is what (laughs) working is like back then. Uh This is, You know what I mean? I was more interested in life and the area and the place and the time than I was about her. And that's what ultimately made me not enjoy. Or I guess, yeah. I mean, the weird thing is I came out of it enjoying it. I was just so perturbed about that one Mm. thing. And that... I, that's just a failing of mine, I think. Because, okay, here's what I'll say. I don't
1: think it's entirely wrong to say that she wasn't maybe into the guy. Yeah. Like,
0: I mean, a Stonewall Gleason. come on. Well, I'm into him.
1: But I, I think in that same way, she knew that what life she had back in Brooklyn.
0: And how that was always going to afford her more than what she had back then. Well, and Even, that was
1: something that she chose. Yeah. That was something Instead that of she, something that was she forged for, her. for herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, okay. So, without getting into too much, what do you think she wrote in that letter? I don't know. That letter really gets me. That perplexes me. Yeah, I'm like, what could you have written in that letter?
0: It's so weird because every other film, when someone reads a letter, it, you you it someone narrates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is read? So, I don't know.
1: Also, um, it, I'm was tell you- like, <laughs> it was probably
0: like it's probably just one sentence. I'm already married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, the audience that I saw this film with was mm-hmm. perfect. Really? Um, because it's like just people all, who lived in this time, we all reacted exactly the same to all the same things. Whoa. There's, I mean, there's yeah, a,
0: It's been a while since look, I've been in a theater like that. There's a
1: part where she gets she gets a letter, uh-huh. and then she turns and opens a drawer. Uh-huh. We all gasped. We all just were like, <gasps> like we just could not believe that she had you know all those letters, uh-huh. and it was like. <laughs> it was the it was so perfect, and I was yeah. like, I feel good like this is a good I like this audience. Mm-hmm. it's not like those annoying audiences like were you there when we saw was i still think of this um was it amazing spider man two no oh. <sighs> someone had a like a baby uh. and it was it was a nine p m showing wow, and they brought like the baby and the whole deal and like, they had like it was like what what and it's like packed you know it was a big movie at the time uh-huh.
0: I, can't, I can't don't do that, that happened recently at a showing that don't. i just it was 9 p.m. it's always bad 9 p.m. look any time of the day it's it's usually bad Yeah. like i understand like... you can't get a babysitter i understand that you got to take care of a child but i don't know i think there's kind of a social contract that people don't sign these days mm-hmm. of like no you had a child that means you need to take care of that child and not worry about everything else in your life right now. Yeah. Because this is the most important like, thing for you.
1: I know people will be like, oh, babies have weird hours. Like, yeah, but also, like, it's good as a human mm-hmm. living on Earth to, like, you sleep at night.
0: Yeah, get them into a routine if you get can. Get them into that. Yeah.
1: Like, unless, like, you're, I mean, like, I don't know, get, get them to sleep at the time that you sleep. Yeah. I don't know. Then everyone wins. Then everyone wins. But, anyway, Brooklyn. <laughs> I, <laughs> I liked it a lot.
0: I, I think it's worth seeing. Um it was just that one thing man well, I, just, I mean I wish it didn't bother me so much I mean it is crazy because it
1: is a romance yeah. like that's I mean and this is something that um, but I think it, it does a lot of things in very interesting ways because of the time period right. because of that's what makes
0: this movie good mm-hmm. is the time period and how well it does it
1: mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah it's I think it does a very a very good job of it does getting you into the time
0: like I, t- like I told you before that, that is what I love about this film Mm-hmm. is how much it feels like you're in that time. It was it was really cool. And I loved like all the side characters. You know, usually mm-hmm. you get some side characters where you're like, "Oh, they're just for comic relief." But like everyone she's at the boarding house with is has their own thing mm-hmm. and they're their own person and they're all going through their own stuff. And you get these little peeks at their lives whenever they're at dinner. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know it's it's super well done you feel like this is a place and these are people Mm -hmm. and it didn't have to feel that way you know what I mean these are all well-rounded characters and they don't go out of their way to like oh this is their backstory no this is just who they are as people and this is the environment they're in, and it's I, cool.
1: I did really enjoy that when the new boarder came to the came to the house, and mm. it was like, oh, you know, she's she's going to befriend room. her, and like they're going to be friends. And no, then no, nope. like, nope. she, she's she, like no. She, one the can the save other people her. come to the dance, and she's like, she's like, hey, uh, 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 we need uh, to leave. We need to get at uh, yeah, it. Please help. To, please save me. She's a bitch. She's a bitch. I love when like please help me. <laughs> they're weird. they weird accents. Yeah, it's super good. Yeah, that was
0: that was a good time. Go see it. You might enjoy it. Yeah, just that I, I'm I'm broken. What do you think
1: uh, the odds are of Saoirse Ronan winning? Uh, she's up again. Who's she up against?
0: I know she's up uh, against. So I haven't seen
1: Forty Five Years, but that's uh, Charlotte Rampling is an actress. Forty Five Years.
0: I haven't seen that either. Uh,
1: Joy Jennifer Lawrence and Joy.
0: She's pretty good.
1: Brie Larson in Room.
0: I haven't seen. That. I need to see that still. Cate Blanchett and Carol. That's it.
1: That's actress in leading role. There's five.
0: Huh. I don't know why that was so surprised. Oh, because best picture always yeah, me picture. up. Yeah, of like, oh, I've seen all these.
1: Oh, I think she has kind of a chance. I mean, Cate Blanchett's won before, so that's that's usually like.
0: You need to put a check mark next to Brooklyn, my friend. Well, now I do. Oh. I haven't
1: updated this in like a week.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think she's pretty good in this. And
1: then on writing the writing side. It's up against The Big Short, uh, Carol, The Martian, and Room. I think... The Martian's gonna win something, but I don't want it to be Best
0: Picture. I think it should win writing, because that book... Well, yeah, because you read the book, so the book, you kind of The know. book is like... It makes the book, like...
1: The, it elevates the book, right? If you're
0: not a nerd, and mm-hmm. you don't love numbers and science, mm-hmm. the book will be a drag for you. Mm-hmm. And it takes the book, and it distills it down into this wonderful comedic funny but exhilarating story it's 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 extremely well done i i think it should win for writing mm-hmm. I, I without without the script writer doing such a good job on that it wouldn't have won for best comedy in golden globes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it, it, the but book also is very like funny but golden globes are like well yeah we already talked about that yeah uh no i think it should win for writing mm-hmm. this is good
1: All right. So that's Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That's Brooklyn. Uh, We'll be right back with our thoughts on Carol. Dearest, there are no accidents and no explanation I offer will satisfy you. I like
0: that. You seek resolutions because you're young. But you will understand this one day. How many times have you been in love? You're always the most beautiful woman in the room. Therese Belivet. Carol. Tell me you know what you're doing. I never did.
1: And then it changed.
0: She's still my wife. Over. I can't help you with that.
1: It shouldn't be like this.
0: I know. If he can't have me, I can't see my daughter. Everything comes full circle. We gave each other the most
1: breathtaking of gifts. Carol. Carol. Directed by Todd He... Todd he- <laughs> <Haynes>. <laughs> I can't do it. Todd Haynes. Todd Excuse Haynes. Excuse me. Yeah. A screenplay by Phyllis uh, Neji and uh, based on the novel... Uh, by Patricia Highsmith. The novel was called The Price of Salt. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is a uh, IMDb. What's it about? An aspiring photographer develops an intimate relationship with an older woman. Look,
0: IMDb, when you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right.
1: Yeah. Now, Jordan, if you recall, uh, before you saw this film and after I saw it, mm-hmm. I came to you with a concern about this film.
0: Oh, I don't remember. Please. Okay, so it's not a concern R- for remind you?
1: Remind me. Well, it's the way that the film begins. Uh, it's, it does that, like the, I, I believe as they call it, in media res. Right. Where it starts with like, oh, here's two people. I wonder what their thing is. Okay. And then it does the thing where... Here's the reason why it didn't name? bother me. What's Rudy Myers' character's name? Uh,
0: ter- uh, Therese.
1: Oh, Therese. Re- she looks out a window. We see flashes of memories and then we go back.
0: Here's, here's the thing. This is uh. why it doesn't bother me is because the second time we come back to that same scene, uh-huh. we're seeing it from a different perspective. I guess. And that's why I like it. Because it starts a little bit before, uh-huh. and we well, have Because we conversation. follow a man in. Yeah, in the, the very beginning, we, we follow a man in, Yeah, which I think is the director's way of showing us of like, look, Nobody you usually think, way? yeah, like okay. this is not a man's story. You think mm. it's a man's story because that's who we're bringing into the movie. That's mm. who we're following into this diner. But no, no, no. Let me show you that this story is not about men. Mm -hmm. And that's why we go back to show like, no, this is, you had this perspective in the beginning. That's not the right perspective. Let me show you the perspective you should have had. Mm -hmm. And I think it's used as a device in that way. Yes, it's overdone. Yes, people shouldn't be doing it so much anymore because it is getting tired. It's becoming cliche. Mm -hmm. So, but that's why it didn't bother me is Mm -hmm. because I felt like it was done with a purpose.
1: All right. Uh, but yeah, it's for me, this, this was kind of a slow, slow mover. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, well, no, I know why. It's just like...
0: No, no, this is like, the most on. French-American movie I've ever seen. Oh, that's interesting. Like, this is how French indie movies are. Yeah. This pace, <clears throat> these kind of shots, these beautiful, hmm. beautiful long scenes where, you know, everything is, everybody's taking their time and... There's these long, calm conversations. That's French cinema. Mm-hmm. And that's what this movie is. That's what it felt like to me. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, that's why it was so slow. Yeah. All right. What would you think about that besides its
1: pacing? I just thought it, maybe it was too slow. I don't know. Yeah. And then it felt like... Um, I don't know. I just felt like this one for me was was kind of like I guess I mean I guess the film's over. Like it just kind of reaches an endpoint, right? And then it does you know the final scene where it's like okay I see like now we've got something, but it's it just felt like it took a long time to say. I think the reason was
0: I think the reason why it may have felt that way is because we have the initial scene and then we go back, and I feel like we went too far back. Maybe I feel like we could have cut a bunch of those scenes out in the beginning mm-hmm. and still gotten a basic idea about where she lives and, and how their friends met. are yeah. and how they met. Now
1: I I do think it's kind of interesting to show, um, Therese, I think it, I think Therese was, with that other guy yeah. at the photography thing. Cause she wants to get into photography and mm-hmm. then that guy hits on her yeah. and like,
0: yeah, I but mean, that's, it gets that's real creepy. After. You know. I think, I think, and yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I think we could have started with the morning when she met her and not had anything before that Mm -hmm. and it would have definitely sped up the film
1: but i do i think i um i mean and what do you i mean it's the film is called carol and it's really about therese yeah like do you think that's what do you think that's about Uh,
0: i think think it's called i think that i think (laughs) the reason why it's done that way is because uh Carol is like a force of change for Perez. Yeah, like a catalyst. Like yeah. she comes in and her entrance into her life is what really... Because if you notice who she is at the beginning of the film when we do get to see her in her an apartment mm-hmm. and like what she's doing and how she holds herself and everything, like after everything that happens with Carol during that brief period where they haven't reconnected, like she holds herself differently. She... her Her manner has changed. Her... The way she dresses, like... She is drastically changed by the entire situation, mm-hmm. and whether or not you know the ending she is a she is a force for change in her life, mm-hmm. and that's why I think i mean yeah, the story I feel is about therese right she is the main character she is the focal point of the story, mm-hmm. but uh Kate Blanchet's character is definitely someone who comes in and shakes that all up, mm-hmm. and you know stories are about changing times Mm -hmm. and this, our main character does change and it's because of Carol. Mm -hmm.
1: But I do have to say, I was a lot more interested in Carol's story than Therese's because because Therese, as much as, I mean, as you were saying in our mm -hmm. Brooklyn review that, um, She's at uh, Least Ronan's. Yeah, she was just kind of like f- floating around doing whatever. Mm-hmm. That's Therese for me. Yeah. Therese was like, was like with her w- fiance, not even fiance, mm-hmm. and just like.
0: In this weird limbo. Just kind of kinda like,
1: okay, I don't know. Maybe we'll go. Maybe we won't. And then meets Carol, and Carol's like, yeah, come with me. And she's like, okay, I'll come with you. Yeah. And then like, just, you could just say anything
0: to her and she'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. I feel like she's. Carol kind of gives her the confidence to make decisions for herself, though. Mm-hmm. Because. Like, I kind of see Carol as, like, the spark that lights the fire inside Therese. Mm -hmm. Because after that point, she feels more confident about her photography and applies to that thing. Yes, she does do it through a connection. You know, it's not what you do. It's who you know. Mm -hmm. You know, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. But she has the courage to follow that path because of her interaction with Carol. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of it. Like, she was a... She was a, a, a tiny piece of snow on top of the mountain, and Carol pushed her over the edge, and she became a snowball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: but I think also in that same way that like Carol was using Therese to get away from her husband, or is like in a like a further. You know what I mean? Like as a, I never
0: felt that way that she was using her.
1: I feel like she was using her a lot. Like it was not. I don't know. But no, I was very interested in like Carol and her husband. Like that was a. I think that was very interesting the way that they interacted and the way that. It was she, kind of like what, what the expectations of a woman were at the time, uh-huh. especially, you know, she's married to him, and uh-huh. but she's like, oh, I don't want to go out. I don't want to be seen with you. She, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. She
0: by far has the more interesting life. That is mm. definitely the case, but I don't know. Like when it comes down to you saying her her using Therese, I just want to remind you of the line of like her and her friend, uh, Abby, mm-hmm. were friends after they had a relationship, mm-hmm. Right. And that relationship has been done for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Six months, year, two couple months. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But that's been done for a while. And at one point, uh, her husband says to her, like, oh, is it because of Abby? And she says, you and I were over long before Abby and I were over. Mm -hmm. So that relationship's already done. You know what I mean? Like, she is already on the outs. They are already separated, Mm -hmm. already getting a divorce. Well, but... but they are, but they aren't in
1: the sense that he's still bringing around to well, places. Well,
0: he's, he's still trying. Well, I mean, this is the time. He's trying to keep up appearances. Yeah. And of course, he doesn't want things to be that way. He wants to be with his wife. He still, as as even though he doesn't show it very well and he, because he's so angry, mm-hmm. he wants to still have his family and he believes, but by letting the divorce happen, that's like invalidating everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why he acts the way he does throughout the film, and I feel like the only way in which Carol's using Therese is to kind of get away from all of that madness. Mm. You know what I mean? Not, not to put a nail in the coffin of her f- relationship. Well, no, I, yeah, just more of like, my life is so crazy. You are like a, a piece. Yeah. you are. You are somewhere. I, someone, and that we can go somewhere in and. Get out of this craziness of my life. Which, I mean, based on everything going on, it makes sense Mm -hmm. that she would want to do that. And I don't feel like it's super selfish of her. I feel like she's very giving. Mm.
1: I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Can we talk just for like ten seconds about her? Carol's husband's name is Harge. Yep. Is that a name, Harge? Am I crazy? Maybe back then. because i remember watching the film i don't think that's a name he's they were saying his name and i thought arch Are they saying arch just, like arch short for something is that a nickname and then i'm i finally get to read it and it's hard Harj. yeah hmm. i don't know maybe i'm just I've, it's just a weird especially place. given also therese they call her like don't they call her res sometimes yeah it's not teresa it's therese
0: yeah i don't know that just might be because we're so young and that this is set in a time that we we don't understand names it's a distant from this memory. time it's a distant memory
1: uh-huh. but yeah that was i don't know that got me that's a, a weird of... name it's a Maybe super weird people name. are gonna think i'm nitpicking but you know what i'm just having a little fun okay
0: yes yeah. <laughs> i mean <laughs> they say his name enough you're like what what wait yeah. what did he say mm-hmm.
1: no because i loved his character i, oh, Chow, I think K- he's Chow candler can't kyle he's Chandler. a great he's a great his actor name. he's a fantastic <laughs> actor. Mm-hmm. He uh I see him mostly in these little roles like this. Like mm-hmm. I thought he was also really good in uh, Super 8, right? Yeah, he's As a the dad, dad in Super 8.
0: He's fantastic in that. He's movie. this
1: kind of dad role, yeah. but here it's kind of different. It's it's uh, it's more of the time, I feel like. Right. And I I really enjoy that.
0: He exemplified it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you could tell yeah, he was angry. Yeah, he wanted things to be different, but you could tell he still loved her. Mm-hmm. And he just he couldn't like he wasn't abusive or anything. He just you know what I mean? He just was so angry and well, wanted might have to change. Was there hints?
1: I saw this way before you did. I think you saw <laughs> it like saw, three days ago. Yeah, so I did. Um, for me, it's kind of a memory.
0: There was just one part where like things got physical, but he's the one who ended up on the ground. She knocked mm-hmm. him down, mm-hmm. and that was after he had already been drinking. Mm-hmm. But she was never afraid of him. There was never a scene where she looked afraid. All right. So you could tell like this was no, this was just a good guy who was in the situation that he couldn't change, and it was tearing him apart. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. but the film's not about him. The no. film's about Therese and Carol, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I think it's a gorgeous film, mm-hmm. and just very slow, like you said. Mm-hmm. I I feel like there were scenes we didn't need to see every place they stopped. No,
1: and I don't remember. I was never like bored. They
0: stopped at a lot of places. They did.
1: It, I mean, it's okay. Here's here's you're gonna they're gonna be like, huh. Um, in my mind, i I started thinking of um if you recall the the book and film Lolita,
0: yes, do you remember
1: that with then in that, they go on a road trip mm-hmm. and it reminded me of that right. that's I just could not stop thinking like, wow, they're on a road trip like, yeah. and they're kind of running away from you know someone who wants to stop them from right. being together.
0: Mm. yeah, that is an interesting. Parallel. I was just like, huh
1: but uh that's just me because I love I, I really enjoy that book, and at least one of the movies is good that they've made of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kubrick did a version. So there's always that.
0: There's always <laughs> that.
1: Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, when you got uh, lovers on the run, what else right. can you think? Of? And especially at the time it's, it's, it's illicit, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, but it's, uh, I was never like bored. I don't know. I was there the whole time. I was yeah, like, it's yeah. just a really slow pace. It's just like, Oh boy, let's get going here.
0: It's a really good American French film.
1: Yeah. And, uh, It's kind of like by the time I got to the end, I was like, okay, we've, you know, we've gone through all this and it's like, what do do we get from it? And it's kind of like, well, maybe something, I don't Mm -hmm.
0: know. The possibility of a future.
1: Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to put it. What do you think? uh, I mean, I just said in Brooklyn, uh, Kate
0: Blanchett... She's really good in this. She has a, and
1: she's, I mean, it's, it's kind of a shame to say it like this, but you know, Oscars is like, Oh, if they won before, they probably have a good chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I still haven't seen room. So that's, you know,
0: I heard that's amazing. And so. it's,
1: it's just, I mean, uh, as far as I can tell, it's for a good part of it, it's just her and the boy. Yeah. So she's gotta be good. Right. Cause child actors move. So <laughs> <no. laughs> I don't know. Sometimes they're good. Shitty little kids. Yeah. And then uh, it's also adapted screenplay nomination. It had original score, but I don't remember the music from it. It was good. I think Hateful Eight's going to get original score. It should. Because it's um, Morricone. Mm-hmm. I'm shuffling papers right now. Here we go. I think... I think. What he, about Rudy Mara? Do you think she's got a chance?
0: Uh, Supporting role? Who's, who's she up against?
1: I kind of want Jennifer Jason Lee to win, though, for Hateful Eight. Oh, she it was so looking.
0: good in Hateful Eight. Spotlight, Danish Girl, Steve Jobs... She wasn't as good as Jennifer Jason Leigh. <laughs> yeah, right? She wasn't.
1: Uh, yeah, and even like, I mean, Spotlight was good, but it's not like we're all like, yeah, Rachel McAdams was the best.
0: She, no, she just did a good job. She mm. wasn't, I didn't see that movie and go, damn, Rachel McAdams was yeah. great. Whereas we all saw Hateful Eight and went, Jennifer Jason Leigh's amazing.
1: Yeah. I do. I will say, I mean, we, we reviewed Spotlight in an episode a while back, right. but uh, there's one scene with Rachel McAdams in that where I was like,
0: that's a good scene, but
1: yeah. everyone had a good scene in that movie. It yes. wasn't like... That was a movie
0: yeah. full of good scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, it almost felt that way where each scene was like, this is where this character's gonna be amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as much as I don't look forward to watching the Danish girl, I really think Alicia uh, Vikander will be good in it. Yeah, Because she's been good in everything else.
0: Right. Uh...
1: All right, anything else on Carol?
0: No, I mean, just if you're going to see it, know what you're getting into. It's, it's a slower film, uh, definitely another another period piece. And this film does a good job, too, of making you, you feel like you're in it. But the world isn't so much of a character in this one. But it doesn't feel out of time. It feels, feels good. Mm-hmm. So, see it.
1: All right, when we come back, we'll be talking about Concussion, the film. When I was a boy, Heaven was here, and America was here. You could be anything, you could do anything. I am the wrong person to have discovered this. If you don't speak for them, who will? that no one has ever seen <laughs> repetitive head trauma
0: chokes the brain
1: the nfl does not want to talk to you you turned on the lights and gave their biggest boogeyman a name you're going to war with a corporation that owns a day of the week no proof was presented today because there simply
0: isn't anything they have to listen to us this is bigger than they are what do you think they're doing to you now that's nothing You have no idea how bad this could get. I have to keep going. They want you to say you made it all up. If they continue to deny my work, men continue to die.
1: Sometimes in life, you're asked to leave
0: it alone. But sometimes you can't. Who are you? Tell the truth. The truth.
1: Concussion, directed by Peter Landisman, uh, written by Peter's, Peter Landisman, uh, and based on an article from GQ called Game Brain, written by Gian Marie Laskis.
0: May I read the synopsis? Oh, please. In Pittsburgh, accomplished pathologist Dr. Bennett uh, Omalu uncovers the truth about brain damage in football players who suffer repeated concussions in the course of normal play.
1: I'm looking up uh, Landisman. He directed Parkland. That was a um, film from, I think, last year Mm -hmm. or two years ago. And he has written... He wrote Kill the Messenger. That was that Jeremy Renner film that didn't get a lot of attention. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he's he's out there, he's doing stuff. Because uh, I I can't recall, I had to look him up. Will Smith is in this film.
0: Yeah. And when was he, the last time he was in a movie?
1: He has an accent.
0: A very strong accent.
1: He was earlier that year, earlier last year. Mm-hmm. He was in. Oh, I just saw the name of it earlier. It's uh, uh trick, trick. Nope. You got to be smooth. Nope. You got to be... Oh, that, right? You know what I'm saying? That bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. That bad con movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 What is it? You got to be committed. You got to be...
0: It was something bad. It has It
1: has a tagline like that. In order to get away with it, you have to be... You, do you know what I'm saying? Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for you to look it up because it'll be funnier. Uh,
0: you have I to be... I don't like the way... I'm starting to li- not like the way this oh my God. is working.
1: I'm clicking on all the things to beat you to it.
0: I'm just scrolling. Here it is. You got to be focused. <laughs> you got to have focus. That's it's what focus.
1: It was. <laughs> Jeez. But I think isn't it technically the next film that he's going to pop up in is uh Suicide
0: Squad. Uh he's got 3 movies coming out this oh, year. Boy. What Collateral else? Beauty, okay. The American Can, what? And then Suicide Squad. Okay. Good luck. Yep. I don't know. I guess
1: he's doing better than when he was in uh, the State of Fear movie. What was that called? With his son?
0: Oh, you're talking about After Earth. Yeah. Fear is a state of mind or (sighs) some shit. Maybe that's... I don't know. I don't know.
1: Okay. Concussion is based on a true story. Yes. um, Which we see a lot nowadays in films. Mm -hmm. uh, Where there's the dramatization of what what has actually happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, much you like you
0: love, you love all hate, these true story movies that are out right now. No, I hate them so much.
1: Anyway, uh, I think some true stories need to be told in a dramatic fashion. Important I think, ones. I think spotlight like was incredible. That was incredible because I, I mean, maybe it's just the respect that I have as an aspiring journalist, but mm-hmm. it's also in the sense that they, you know, it's, it's like how you, how did they even get to that information that they had? And what was even being covered up was an insane journey, yeah, and, and that so-
0: important is so in or that story is so important mm-hmm. that more people need to know about it, mm-hmm. so it needs to be dramatized, it needs yeah. To be on a big screen, it needs actors and writing, and do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> just telling someone about it and giving them the statistics, we see that every day, yeah. people sharing stories on Facebook or but, Twitter and that's, or whatever. I mean, you and can actually you read compare it and you that, move on
1: with your life. You can compare that to concussion. Yeah, Spotlight and concussion are similar in the sense that mm-hmm. it's both about someone who finds out the truth about an organization that has been covering up right. what's really going on, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, in a sense, kind of what becomes of them
0: yeah how they're uh, affected by it. how they're
1: affected by it and at least in concussion i mean well first of all we have to get over the hurdle of will smith with an accent which i got over pretty
0: quickly i guess he does a good job yeah i mean yeah. I, I stopped thinking about it after a while which is kind mm-hmm. of the goal mm-hmm. and i mean that i think that goes a lot because i remember in child 44 we could never get over it oh no it was just too Mm-hmm. obvious well and um i think it also helps that it's less characters in this film doing accents yeah,
1: it's it's uh him and uh, uh oh boy here i go G- gugu mbatha ra yeah who plays uh, the woman who becomes his wife it's a
0: beautiful name in
1: the film uh yeah she she also has to done it she has to do an accent as well because mm-hmm. they're from both from africa
0: yeah she was born in England. Yeah. So she definitely had to put on an accent. Yeah.
1: Well, and I really enjoyed her in Beyond the Lights. That was a really good film that nobody saw that myself and um Yeah, it says that's some of their, smart some of
0: their smart people liked. <laughs> Jesus, talk about police. judging. What about judging
1: uh, pulleys. Okay. So uh I mean and and well,
0: she's in she's going to be Beauty in Beauty and the Beast in 2017. Good.
1: Cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Dr. Umalu, Mm -hmm. he um, already has to get over hurdles because he is an outsider. Right. He's an outsider in all of the senses.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, he's an outsider in his accent, in his, his place of birth. He's an outsider in the way that he looks, in the way that he does his job
0: oh man that is that is such a point of contention is the way he works
1: yeah the way that he works it just annoys um a man who i don't even think is as technically a supervisor
0: no it's it's a coworker. yeah daniel sullivan is another pathologist at mm-hmm. that uh that morgue mm-hmm. and he's just upset about the way he works
1: yeah and uh i thought it was really i thought albert brooks was really good oh,
0: albert brooks was, as was his fantastic
1: as a dr malu's mentor yeah uh, and I really enjoyed what was going on with, with Alec Baldwin's character later on in the film, yes. where they have to kind of team up mm-hmm. and share what they know with each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I thought that was really interesting. Um, but I think, for me, the real weakness of this movie is kind of like, they get all the information that they can, they present it, it finally gets heard,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then the movie kind of ends with like, yeah, but nothing happened. Right? Nothing became of this information. Yep. It's not like it actually made a difference. Which is kind of which is really like bad, like depra- but, like a bad I think it's kind of a bad way to end the film mm-hmm. if you're trying to I don't know it's I don't think it's trying to spurn anyone to action
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think the film I mean if anything maybe I, it was too truthful, I don't and, know
0: <laughs> and I didn't hear any of like widespread changes to the way football is done or mm-hmm. the way uh the men are treated, both you know medically and on the field otherwise and, yeah. mm-hmm. like I don't. I didn't hear about anything that happened because of this. Yeah. Aside from people acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't even, I don't even remember that. Yeah. And I played football.
1: I think the film does end with, if I'm remembering correctly, there's like a title card that comes up that says they predict that so many X X amount of players are going to have this, whatever the name is. And I guess that's
0: good to, because once you, here's the thing, once you acknowledge a disease that, allows you to start taking it seriously and start treating for it. And I think that's the whole point of Mike Webster's character Mm. is this is what happens when you don't know what's wrong with someone and you try and treat it like it's something else. How that just spirals and gets worse, worse and worse. Yeah, and that's why we saw his decline and other other players' declines in the film. Mm-hmm. Was no, this needed to be acknowledged by the greater public, by the medical field, and by everybody. So that way we could start helping these people and treat them for what they actually have and not whatever we make up. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's where the change. Well, yeah,
1: comes I think end. that's that's where I mean the importance of uh, Alec Baldwin's character comes into play because we see him very early on treating.
0: And Someone who's suffering this no and having idea. no
1: idea. And he's like, I thought I had a handle on this.
0: Yeah, I thought he was better.
1: I thought I, thought I could fix this and I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's, I think that's important. Right. Uh, but I think just the whole, uh, I mean, it had to focus on the bigger picture yes. as a film. But I think the more interesting thing was, was that character's journey and his interactions with, you know. Right. Uh, and, the, and the fact Dr. that Mullen. he was
0: on the inside and then was the person who kind of helps him. Mm-hmm. and says no look this is we mm-hmm. need to do this and, and also kind of gives Dr. Bennett's gives him a, like a wake up call of like no this is you don't understand what you're up against and we need, we need to do more than what you're doing if we're gonna mm-hmm. get this done should we be
1: tired of scenes in a movie where the, the evil organization all the board members are kind of sitting around going like how can we cover this up hmm, we've got to hide this like do you think that really happens that way there was definitely at least one scene in Concussion that was exactly that, where it was like three guys in suits are like, we're the head of NFL and we need to hide this real quick.
0: We've already begun our counter... Yeah. Counter... Don't uh,
1: they like, they swap out the head of the NFL or whatever so that they can you know cover it up? Right. Yeah. It's like a whole... like. I get that that happens, but it's just kind of weird that there's like... I don't think they actually have meetings. I don't know. Maybe I'll one day I'll get to the head of a corporation. I mean, they, they, and I'll be they could have those because go, it oh, did shit. come
0: out that they knew about it like decades before, uh-huh. and just swept it under the rug. Same like Spotlight. I mean, mm-hmm. it's interesting that you compared it to Spotlight, but Spotlight ended like that too, where it was I like, kind of, I yeah, people know know about it now, mm-hmm. but that doesn't change the fact that that the church knew about it for like two decades yeah. and just shuffled priests around mm-hmm. and like. It's not like I've heard in the news of like massive reform in the seminary and 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 better laws and more people are getting convicted. Mm-hmm. That would be national international news. I think though,
1: where I I'm okay with the way that Spotlight ends and the, not okay with the way that Concussions en, ends is that in Spotlight, part of the ending is the public acknowledging the problem as well. Yeah. And by the public acknowledging it, then they can stop it from happening. It's not like the public acknowledging that this NFL okay. problem is happening is All that right. that won't stop. A, people from wanting to be football players the, yeah, the game to that's... be just as unsafe and for perhaps i don't know i mean i don't i don't know one thing about sports except for pistol shrimps radio but mm-hmm. i mean maybe maybe there's something going on uh where players are getting better medical packages <laughs> better medical benefits
0: i mean that's possible but care we, but, but the film didn't tell us that yeah and maybe that is the problem mm-hmm. because concussion was never about because basically, in order to stop people from having this, mm. we have to stop playing the sport.
1: Pretty much. Or and change was, 100% of the way that it's played.
0: Which is never going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's ultimately a failing of of just the whole idea, is that and it I mean, can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. We just need to be better about taking care of the people. Like, that's one of the things that bothered me, is, is they cut out the line from the trailer of, we need to take care of our warriors, mm. which I really like. I love that line. Mm-hmm. We need to take care of our warriors," he mm-hmm. says in the trailer. He doesn't say it in the film, mm. in that last scene, and like I think that is the overall thing of that's what this film is trying to do is say, no, we can't stop this from happening because this is just how it is, mm-hmm. but we need we need to take care of these people because we're not. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's kind of the message, and you're right. By the end of the film, by the time we get some some words on the screen telling us what has changed. Mm. It doesn't feel resolved.
1: Yeah, it feels like it. All that he's accomplished is that. Okay, yeah, we have a name for it. Yep. But um, people, and
0: doctors know what it is now. Yeah. But we have no. We as an audience aren't given. Uh, no, things are better now. Yeah. I but mean, then I, again, we're not giving that in Spotlight either. I
1: do think there's there's kind of an interesting uh, journey that there's a uh, I don't remember his name, but there's a side character that we see. Who was a former player who was on the board, mm-hmm. whatever board who dies makes decisions, and then he his goes name was through Dave Durison. Yeah, he goes through what the other players went through—the kind of mental anguish and and, and just commits, headaches. Commits and,
0: suicide in a way that allows his brain to be donated yeah. to science
1: mm-hmm. because he knows that that's the same problem, and it's kind of
0: and he wanted to prove it.
1: I I think the only thing going forward that I mean, this movie can say is that now that there's an awareness, at least players will know this could happen to me and this is a risk that that I take because I think everyone you know whenever you play a sport or you do anything you can you you do risk assessment right you look at like what are the risks of me doing whatever what what is the risk of skydiving well I guess if the parachute doesn't work you know that's the kind of thing (laughs) but in this in this case it's it's such a complex risk because it's not one hit on the head it's repeated repeated trauma
0: i don't know maybe you're forgetting the fact that i played football for seven years
1: well i didn't know it was seven years yeah i
0: thought it was. I just... started i started in peewee Ooh. and i played all the way until high school are you okay are you feeling i'm okay? fine <laughs> i mean i broke my neck but that's totally different um yeah, that's normal and yeah i mean that's a saturday but no one ever told me of like no hitting your head a whole bunch of times is gonna hurt you mm-hmm. no one ever said that once mm-hmm. maybe they said it to my parents but I know my parents signed relief for, uh, release forms mm-hmm. every year for mm-hmm. me to play, and that kind of makes me wonder of like, yes, those release forms are so the school doesn't get sued if I break my ankle on the field under normal play, mm-hmm. but that also would have covered the fact that if I grew up and had brain damage yeah. like these men, mm-hmm. I would have been SOL. Yeah, and no one would have known what had happened. Yep, and that's that's horrible. Like I feel based on this movie parents need to be told like no this is a thing Mm -hmm. you know yes your child can play sports and and do it during high school but if he's going to go down this road this is a potential risk Mm -hmm. and i don't know if anyone's having that conversation anywhere and that's that i that's a huge problem
1: yeah i think it's probably less of a risk for children perhaps because of you know it, the intensity. Yeah, it's you're you're not as fast or that's as what, big. That's like. what
0: I meant, like in high school, because yeah. that's when it does start ramping up, mm-hmm. and um, that's when people start playing more seriously because they're trying to get scholarships into college, right? Like people in college playing football should definitely be having this conversation, mm-hmm. because that is a level of game that is, is way more intense and close to on par with the NFL, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know if anyone's having this discussion. And talking about the potential risks of playing the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I mean, if anything, at least this film started that discussion.
0: And I hope. I hope it has. That's mm-hmm. the thing is, I don't even know people who've seen this movie. Yeah, that's true. Who saw? I don't know. The, I don't know what the numbers are. I mean, it's got a unmetascore. The metascore for Metacritic is fifty-six. Yeah, yeah this is a, This was not a bad movie. This is a good movie.
1: No, I just think. I mean, maybe it's a little less compelling than I'd like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as interesting as spotlight, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's getting like, yeah, basically uh, the only thing people are complaining about is it's not amazing. It's Mm -hmm. not like super interesting. Someone calls it, called it a confused and cliche ridden screenplay. What? Cliche. I don't
1: know. Do you think it was like super important that we saw how he met his wife?
0: Yeah. I didn't need to know that at all.
1: And I thought that was maybe almost like a little weird.
0: It's like, why do we need the side story of her moving into his house? Yeah.
1: I mean, it kind of shows like, that's like his future, I guess. And it That's shows, what he cares about. That's why he makes certain decisions.
0: Yeah. It does show a little bit of about his character of like, he asked her to marry him before they were even like dating.
1: Yeah. Well, and also like. There's it shows a, how un-American he is. There's a time jump. Huge time where, jump. Where, I mean, everyone, you know, a lot of situations change. And mm-hmm. so and maybe it would be kind of like, oh, all of a sudden he has a family. Like yeah. that might be like a little too much. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Well, it's a weird time jump because he meets her and then all of a sudden they're building a house and then all of a sudden they're living in California. Yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Whoa is the right word for Whoa. it.
0: Whoa. But it wasn't a bad movie. Mm. And if, if, if you play sports, or if you're interested in sports, it's definitely something worth watching because it does kind of give you an idea of the effect, the, the, the effect that no one really talks about when it comes to sports and its effect on our bodies. Um, I mean, it's not a terrible film. It's not a 56%. That's for sure. No, it's maybe 70. Yeah. Uh, all
1: right. So, um, that has been concussion, not nominated for anything. Not at least not Oscar wise. I don't know. It yeah. Could have been nominated for a Golden Globe, maybe. Sure. I don't think it as worked. a comedy. Come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, all right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap it up. The old...
0: So those were some movies.
1: Those were some movies. Yeah. I'd recommend at least two of them. Yep. For sure. hundred percent. BCC.
0: Like the email. Like when you.
1: I would say like A, B minus C plus.
0: Oh no. I was just talking oh, about the, the first letters in the. Oh,
1: okay. I was reading them. Um, <laughs> I thought that, that's Brooklyn about what you'd rate them. was
0: like a B minus. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've never done this before. Carol's, I like this. <laughs> Carol was like a solid B. Mm-hmm. And concussion uh, is like a C plus.
1: All right. At least we agree on concussion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So thanks for listening. Let's give some thanks to... Silent Partner. Silent Partner, uh, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout. We there got that is. from the YouTube audio library. Uh, if you like our logo, we got it from Justin Kezon. Uh He's a writer for Agents of Guard. You can find them at agentsofguard.com. Uh, if you like podcasts that are over, go check out <laughs> "Shut Up Leonard," it's a podcast that I do with Matt Benson where we talk about community. Uh, you may have heard of us because you know we interviewed Dan Harmon
0: they as all?
1: one of our final episodes. Uh, that was uh, thrilling uh, to be able to talk to the creator of Community himself uh, live in person. That's really cool uh, for our podcast. Uh, so yeah, that was a good time. Uh, that's shutupleonard.com and uh, we got a new show coming, but we haven't decided the name yet, so you'll just have to hold on for that. And um, You guys do?
0: You have something in the works? Oh, yeah.
1: well, we've had something in the I works for a that. while now. Jeez. We haven't recorded anything yet, but we we decided on a topic and a, and a whole deal.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Uh, and you should also check out uh, Pick Your Path. That's a Choose Your Adventure-style enhanced podcast where... Uh, each episode, you, the listener, get to make choices uh, as you listen to the story. It has chapters like an audiobook, and you skip around like the old Choose Your Own Adventure books. That's super cool. Yeah, that's uh, BenViewNowark.com slash PYP. Uh, the whole first season is out, second season is coming soon. Uh, you should also check out, uh, boy, I'm lost right now. Um, so many different things. Oh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about optograb.org. That's yeah. his website. And uh, he writes stories, uh, short stories on Amazon and Smashwords. Uh, Jordan?
0: I am streaming this weekend uh, on Saturday. Let's see here. What am I streaming? Oh, wait. I'm streaming twice twice this week. (laughs) Oh, geez. I'm streaming on Wednesday, uh, Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen. I think I'm doing uh, like a 7 p.m. And then on Saturday, I'm playing Mad Max on uh, probably like 5 o'clock. And the reason why I'm doing both of those is because I think PAX South is this week. Mm. But it's a big event um, for TV, movies, music, and um, uh, lots of video game stuff. Like they've, they've got all kinds of stuff under that umbrella. So a lot of the crew where I work at uh, Gamer Salt Weekly are going to be busy. So I'm picking up some of the stuff there. And uh, we also have uh, something special in the works. Uh, the first episode should be out on the 7th. And uh, the second episode will f- quickly follow on the 14th. Um, and that's going to coincide with Valentine's Day. So maybe you can figure it out from there what the show might be about.
1: All right. And, uh, what else do I say right now? I don't have the paper in front of me. Oh, check out all the great podcasts on the Benview Network, benviewnetwork.com. Uh, that includes Shut Up Leonard. That includes what you're listening to right now, Nerds I View. That includes whatever future projects are coming out of us. Uh, that includes, you know, Benview on Spielberg, Comic Nerds Unite, Star Wars Nerds Unite, Radio Brendeman, um, all that good stuff. Uh, and our personal, uh, website is nevpodcast.com we're on twitter at nevpodcast and you can email us nevpodcast at gmail.com uh, my personal twitter is at podcaster andrew
0: i'm at true valk
1: and next week i don't know what we're going to be reviewing because apparently in the last episode i got all the things screwed up so i don't know what's coming out when
0: i think we should do jane
1: got a gun because i
0: saw the trailer for that and it looks good yeah i think I we bet should Bet it's good ewan mcgregor looks like a good bad guy uh
1: but yeah so come back next week this has been episode 260 of nerds have you i'm
0: andrew i'm jordan remember listeners if you have to move to brooklyn but then you meet a beautiful woman before you join the football league stay away from those suited dudes because they might tell you you have a brain tumor be
1: like hey be like hey uh, funny this, story this don't fit but i make fit on other show yeah we have other show in network hello you have product i have podcast times multiple
0: yeah and i is give that how that works and i give freely this podcast is a part of the BenView network you can find this and other
1: podcasts like it at bendu.network.com.